أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وسيك رفيج بذ الله عز وجل مصحي مسكمبيلين فروم ستن دي أكرست بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وستاتن إنما والله دي موسكوش موس مرسفو الله إزا الودود إزا مصلوبين الله إزا الغفور إزا مصفوكيفين الله إزا الرحمن إزا فول أوف مرسي أن الله إزا التواب إزا الوان وكتبت الرفندس إزا الوان بقوز أبون هيم إليهم ألون Peace and blessing be upon all the prophets in general, starting with the father of mankind, Adam alayhi salatu wasalam, way to his all, his progeny of the prophets. There is Noah, there is Abraham, there is Jacob, there is Ishmael, there is Ismail, there is Moses, there is Jesus, son of Mary, there is last and still of all the prophets, Prophet Muhammad, son of Abdullah. May Allah be pleased with their families, their companions, and those who follow the path of the prophets. We ask Allah azza wa jal to make among those who follow the path of the prophet, we ask Allah to be pleased with us and as with him so we he can grant us a good ending thus to earn the peace of garden for ourselves our parents our spouses our offsprings our kings and kids and friends as well Amen. Suratul Najim Najim meaning the stars chapter 53 of the Quran Allah says in verse 31 وَلِلَّهِ مَا فِي سَمَاوَاتُ وَمَا فِي الْأَرُودِ لِيَجِزِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسَاءُ بِمَا عَمِلُوا وَيَجِزِيَ الَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُ الْبِلْحُسْنَا And to Allah belongs all that is in the heavens and all that is in the earth that Allah may requite those who do evil with that which they have done and He may reward those who do good deed with what is best meaning paradise and verse 32 Allah says أُمَّهَاتِكُمْ <laughs> Allah says, those who avoid great sins, okay, and also they accept the small uh, faults, verily your Lord is of vast forgiveness. He knows you well when he created you from the earth meaning adam and when you were uh, pharisees in your mother's womb meaning all human who came after adam so allah says so i ascribe not purity to yourselves he allah knows best him who fears allah and he keeps is duty to him. Allah knows all of you, meaning those who are mutakun, those who are pious, those who uh, have God consciousness. The next two verses, 31 and 33, 31, sorry, and 32, it's about Allah knows every matter, small, whether small or big. And Allah rewards each according to his or her deeds. Allah asserts that he is the king and owner of the heavens and the earth and that he is the uh, he's independent of the need of anyone Allah is his most rich he is the authority over his creation and rules 
them with justice. And Allah he created the creation in truth. Subhanallah. لِيَجِزِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسَاءُوا بِمَا عَمِلُوا And Allah he might requite those who do evil with that which they have done. وَيَجَزِيَ الَّذِينَ أَحْسَنُوا بِالْحُسْنَى So Allah also, He might reward those who do good deed with what is best. So this is about the, uh, Allah saying that He recompenses each according to his or her deeds, good for good and evil for evil. Now let's see the quality of good doers. Allah forgive the small faults here. Allah stated that the good doers are those who avoid the major sins and immoral sins. Make no mistake here. Meaning they sometimes commit minor sins, but they will be forgiven these minor sins and covered from exposure. As Allah mentioned in another ayah, uh, in Surah Tunisa, chapter 4, verse 31, uh, Allah says, if you avoid the great sins which you are forbidden to do, we, Allah shall expiate from you your small sins and admit you the, to the noble entrance, meaning the gardens of heaven. Then also Allah continues, says, those who avoid great sins and al-fawahisha meaning immoral sins except al-lamam 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 means small faults and minor errors so imam ahmed may have him recorded that ibn abbas may have him say that I have not seen anything that resembles Al-Lamam better than the hadith that Abu Huraira narrated from the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu said that verily inna Allah verily Allah exalted inna Allah ta'ala azza wa jal verily Allah exalted kataba ala he has decreed decreed for the son of Adam kataba ala kataba ala bani Adam khatwa'u Verily, Allah exalted has decreed for the son of Adam his share of zina. And he will certainly earn his share. So the zina of the eye or the fornication of the eye is by looking. And the zina of the tongue, the fornication of the tongue is by talking. And the heart wishes and lusts. But the sexual organ either substantiates all this or not meaning what the hadith says verily Allah exalted has decreed for the son of Adam his share of fornication yeah, his zina immoral act and he will certainly earn his share so he says that the fornication or the immoral act of the eye is by looking the immoral act of the tongue is by talking and the heart wishes and lasts but the sexual organ either substantiates it or this or not. So which means the, uh, the sexual organ the, or the sexual organ comes to affirm it or not. So this hadith, 
is recorded in the two Sahih, Sahih Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. And Ibn Jarir recorded that Ibn Masud may Allah him say like, the eyes commit uh, immoral act by looking, and the lips by kissing, the hands by transgressing, the feet by walking, and the sexual organ either materializes all of this or not. So when one commits sexual intercourses, will uh, will be someone who committed zina or fornication or immoral act. Otherwise, it is al-lamam. Otherwise, it is al-lamam. Masruk and Ashabi also heard, uh, they held this same view. Also, Abdullah, Abdurrahman bin Afi, who is also known as uh, Ibn Lubaba, yes, at Taifi, said that I asked Abu Huraira about Allah's statement, uh, except the lamam and he said to me that it pertains to kissing winking one's eye looking and embracing so when the sexual organ meets the sexual organ in intercourses then ghusl is obligatory and that is zina that is fornication that is immoral act and afterward, Allah encouraging repentance and forbidding claims of purity of oneself. Subhanallah. Allah, he knows. The hadith goes along, says, Adam O son of Adam, errors. And, but the best of those who, uh, the best of the sinners, they are those who return back to Allah in repentance. Allah says, Verily, your Lord is of vast forgiveness. So this is our search that Allah, His mercy encompasses every single thing and His forgiveness entails every type of sin. So if one repents, if one repents, say, Allah says in Surah Zumar chapter 39 verse 53, the verse which really gives hope to every single mankind. Allah says, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقُطُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةٍ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهِ يَغْفِرُ الظُّنُوبَ جَمِيعًا إِنَّهُ وَالْغَفُرُ الرَّحِيمُ Chapter 39 verse 53, Allah says, in Suratul Zumar, the groups say, O Prophet of Allah, to my servants whom have transgressed against themselves, tell them this. They do not despair, not of the mercy of Allah. Do not lose hope in the mercy of Allah. So in the moment that we lose hope in the mercy of Allah, we have transgressed ourselves. We have dhulma ourselves. We have shortcoming ourselves. Rather, we should run forward to Allah Azza for what? hastening for you people to ask forgiveness. Allah continues in this verse, a verse which gives hope to all mankind. Subhanallah, I'll repeat that again. O Prophet of Allah, tell them, declare to all my servants, to all human beings, to all your ummah, to all your nations, that all my servants who have transgressed against themselves, despair not, lose not hope to in the mercy of Allah. Whatever you have done, go back to Allah. Allah is most ghafur rahim. Allah says, do not despair in the mercy of Allah. Why? Allah says, because Allah forgives all sins. All sins. In Why? Allah says, in Nahu Indeed, Allah is most forgiving, 
most merciful. Allah continues says, "Who a'lamu bikum?" Allah he knows you well when he created you. Idh ansha'akum min al-ard. Allah he knows you well when he created you from the earth. Allah says here that he was uh, and still is the all-knowing whose knowledge encompasses your affairs, statements, and all of the actions that will be committed by you. Even when he created your father, Adam, from the earth, and he took his offsprings from his loins as small as an ant's. And Allah, Allah Azawajal, he then divided them into two groups. A group destined for paradise and a group for hell. We ask Allah to uh, put among uh, among those people who will earn paradise and not those who will earn his anger. Allah continues, says, And when you people, you are in Pharisees in your mothers, Pharisees in your mothers' wombs, when Allah says, when he commanded the angel to record one's provisions, age, actions, and if he would be among the miserable or be happy, this was decreed while you were in the womb of your mother. You did not have any, any decision to make. It was Allah all along. Allah says, So I scrub not purity for yourselves. Meaning, forbidding one from ascribing purity and praising himself and thinking highly of his actions. This is very helpful in the sight of Allah, thinking that you're better than anyone else. Allah says he knows best him who has taqwa. Taqwa, what is taqwa? God consciousness. Allah says in another ayah, chapter 4, Surah An-Nisa, verse 49. Have you not seen those who claim sanctity for themselves? Allah says, Nay, but Allah sanctifies whom He wills, and they will not be dealt with unjustly, even equally to the extent of Fatila. Wala yudlamuna Fatila. They will not be dealt with extent of fatila. Fatila means the smallest injustice. So, in his Sahih Muslim, recorded that Ahmed bin Amri bin Adar said that, I called my daughter Barah, meaning the pious one, and Zainab bin Abu, Sal Abu Salama said to me, The Messenger of Allah forbade using this name. I was originally called Barah. And he said, do not ascribe purity to yourself. Allah knows best whom is pious among, uh, among you. So they said, what should we call her? They're disputing about the name. Then he said, Sammuha. Zainab. Call her Zainab. 
And Imam Ahmed recorded this hadith from Abdul Rahman and Abi Abu Bakr from his father who said that a man praised another man before the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then the Messenger of Allah said like, imagine a man praising, he praised another man uh, in front of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then he says that, woe to you, woe to you. Have you cut off the neck of your friend? Then he repeated this, if one of you must praise a friend of his, let him say what? I think that so and so is this and that. And Allah knows best about him and I will never purify anyone before Allah. SubhanAllah. Imagine. Allah, the Prophet Muhammad says like, if one of you must praise a friend of his, let him say that. I think that I know so and so, yeah, the name so and so, is this and that. He's like this, he's like that. And you have to add, Allah knows best about him and I will never purify anyone before Allah. And if he knows his friend to be as he is describing him. Yes. So Al-Bukhari and Muslim and Abu Dawood and Ibn Majah collected this hadith. And also Imam Ahmed recorded that uh, Hamam bin Al-Harith said that a man came before uh, Uthman bin Afwan, the uh, third Khalif of Islam, and he praised him. And Al-Miqidad, who was there, bin Al-Aswad, started throwing sand in the face of that man saying that the messenger of Allah orders ordered us to throw sand in their faces when we see those who praise subhanallah so this shows like praising someone that beyond their capacity it's something blameful something we should stay away from it because we do not do not ascribe purity to yourself because Allah is the one who knows what is in your heart we ask Allah Azawajal to grant us steadfastness in our religion. We ask Allah Azawajal to grant us a good ending. Amen.